We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Nation. This is Everly Isby connecting the dots here on Renegade Talk Radio. Today is Friday, October 20th, and I'm going to talk about uh, three different events that, while different, are connected. They have uh, recently happened, two of them, and the third is potentially on the way, so I'm going to set this up for your careful consideration. Bear with me, hear me out. Keep your mind and your heart open. Most important thing I wish to say up front, let's not waste our time proving what is already self-evident. Not absorb our lives in the terribly set up and botched false flag event, the Las Vegas shootings on October 1st. They did have human casualties, and I'm sorry, lamestream media and official narrative did have multiple shooters beyond what occurred at the Harvest Music Festival itself. Shootings took place at other casino properties down the strip, as I showed in the last show. The undeniable evidence of self-evident conclusion. The fact that the official narrative is once again so obviously far from the truth leaves a total lack of credibility to anyone spouting it. In fact, I won't be talking much more into this false flag because of it. Except the final evidentiary truth coming out now, and I wish that to state my desire, and this is from my heart, and that is that all the casualties go to their highest good, and that their loved ones are able to release their souls to peace and love. I pray for that. As for the crisis actors who make money off of tragedy, go screw yourselves. But this is what is. This goes on all the time. I'll quote here from Dr. Paul Craig Roberts because he put it so well. And he said, We know we were lied about lied to about the JFK and RFK assassinations, the Martin Luther King assassination, the Gulf of Tonkin, the Israeli attack on the USS Liberty, Saddam Hussein's weapons of mass destruction, Assad's use of chemical weapons, Russian invasion of Ukraine, Gaddafi, Yemen, Somalia, Obama's overthrow of the Honduras government, and Maduro in Venezuela still targeted for overthrow, along with the governments of Ecuador and Bolivia. The lies we know about are voluminous. There are 3,000 structural engineers and high-rise architects and also physicists, nanochemists, first responders, high-placed former government officials and military and airline pilots who challenge the official 9-11 story. And all of these experts are dismissed by the prostitute media, which in total probably doesn't have an IQ of 100, as conspiracy theorists. Can you imagine a dumb shit American media talking head calling an internationally known nanochemist at the University of Copenhagen a conspiracy theorist for publishing a peer-reviewed scientific article that he and his team of scientists found reacted and unreacted nanothermite in the dust residue of the World Trade Center. This is the American media, a collection of dumb shit whores who sell their souls to official lies. America has no greater enemy than its own media. Unquote. Most of us know this is the absolute truth. 
Therefore, Renegade Nation, what I want to stress is this. To get caught into that web of fear, sorrow, and anger only serves the tyranny behind it. See it for what it is and detach. Put yourself out of harm's way. The harm that is part and parcel to their intentions to destroy the joy of life itself, of individual freedom and prosperity. In love, bear witness to it and not forget what they do in their attempts to seek self-interested greed and control. Do not fall for their treachery by being reactionary and upset. What else can we honestly do except put two and two together, connect the dots? And that's what this show is about. Keep your ghetto meter on and your critical and discernment skills at a high level. Here we go. This is information coming out now regarding who benefits from the Las Vegas shootings on October 1. And sure enough, there were heavy levels of insider selling going on just before the Las Vegas false flag. As the SEC Insider Transaction Reports show, from September 5th, to September 12th, approximately 6 million shares of MGM were sold by officers and or directors of the company, totaling approximately $200 million in proceeds to those self-same sellers. Included in this group is the selling of approximately 450,000 shares by MGM CEO and Chairman James Murren, who I talked about in the last show, who appears to have sold more than 85% of all holdings in his own company that he controls. As I explained, like I said in the last show, Mr. Murren, uh, uh, CEO and chairman of MGM International, which also owns Mandalay Bay, also sits on the Homeland Security Panel for security infrastructure build-out, how to get regulations and legislations passed to ramp up the installation of medical medical de- I can't even talk anymore metal detectors body scanning technologies in more and more venues obviously the hotels nationwide bus terminals train terminals etc etc lots of money to be made in that for these greedy self-interested vermin this same homeland security panel that CEO James Murren sits on also strategizes on how to obtain public acceptance in this ramp-up of taking our privacy away from us while making extraordinary profits for these industries and themselves. We also see that MGM board member Grounds William Warwick sold 176 million shares of his MGM stock on September 6th of this last month. And here we go, Renegade Nation. (laughs) The infamous George Soros, your friend and mine, (laughs) spent $42 million on shorting MGM shares. Prior to the first October 1st massacre, those shares had a combined value of $2,434,743. As of today, those same shares are now worth a mere $29.44 each. So there you have it. A pre-planned professional false flag with the financial details of profitability through insider trading techniques. Just like prior to 9-11, American Airlines and United Airlines stocks were shorted to the profit of a select few. 
And the owner of the World Trade Center, Mr. Silverstein, upgraded his terrorism insurance into the billions in payouts just prior to 9-11. Old story, isn't it? As I've said in my shows following the Las Vegas Falls flag, we would most definitely see an attack begin once again uh, against the Second Amendment. Well, here we go. Since October 1st, a total of 11 bills have been introduced in both the House and the Senate. These proposed legislations point directly to who is on the payroll around the efforts to support tyranny and deprive us of the ability to protect ourselves from the domination of those who have superior weaponry over us. People who buy into the rhetoric that ordinary people should not have access to auto and semi-auto weaponry are deluded simply by their fear and cannot accept the actual reality that spiritual enlightenment has not been achieved on a massive scale here on this planet. The belief that all guns are bad is their bottom line and they don't realize that the danger is and always has been government. Or I should say corporations because that's what governments are today. And they are continually seeking more control and domination. That's why the Second Amendment is written as it was. To protect us from the tyranny of government. Second Amendment is very straightforward and simple to understand. This is what it says. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Right there. Absolutely clear. It didn't say Congress could introduce limits of access or what kind of gun or rifle you could buy. No, nada, nothing. It says absolutely that the right to bear, to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed, period. So, 11 new legislations in both the House and Senate I guess they don't know how to read, do they, when it comes to the Constitution? I'm not going to read all of these legislations that are being put up here, by, but, but not by long time. It would take too long. But here's one example. This is out of the House of Representatives, H.R. 3984. They want to repeal the lawful protection in commerce law that would allow lawsuits against federal firearms licenses, you know, like those who lawfully sell guns and ammo and also uh, lawsuits against the manufacturers of firearms and ammo. Which means that if any bozo utilizes a firearm to do harm to someone, the victims, special interest groups, people who just are looking for money, etc., etc., can sue the licensed dealer who sold the firearm and sue the manufacturers of those firearms. You know, Nation, that's like suing Walmart and Craftsman because some idiot utilized a screwdriver to stab someone. Gosh, we better outlaw tools and kitchenware, bricks, baseball bats, knives, because some moron might use, utilize one of those items too. Let's make those illegal. Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. I got to tell you this one. HR 3998, it bans firearms for known or suspected terrorists. In government's perspective, who are suspected terrorists? Potentially any and all of us. If for whatever reason they dream up, if it suits them, and they decide they don't like you for whatever reason, 
you are added to a long list of suspects, whether you've done anything wrong or suspicious or not. And they don't have, and, and wait, wait a minute, don't they already have that kind of stuff in place through the Patriot Act? What are they, doubling down now? Listen, my friends, it is standard modus operandi to accuse others of what they are doing. Then get the compromised press to run with it. The ones pointing the finger and screaming the loudest are the ones with the most to lose when the truth comes out and the swamp gets drained. And you know, I think it's possible that these current events that have been happening might very well be utilized to set these vermin up in that behind-the-scenes war against these globalist criminals. They're gathering evidence as these scenarios play out. Hmm, it's a possibility. We shall see. Also, I like this quote from James Gilliland from his recent newsletter on October 12th. And he says, We can't ignore politics and many of the agencies connected to positions of power. If you want to know who is at the top of the food chain, follow the money. Who owns the better part of Hollywood and Vegas. There are forces at play, seen and unseen, in all these venues. Predators, pedophiles, Satanists, psychopaths. A network of some very twisted, power-hungry people. In their eyes, the ultimate power is total domination. This includes the power over life and death, and in some cases, ritual sacrifice to appease Satan, Lucifer, Baphomet, or some other dark entity. I guess that was what the Harvest Music Festival was about, wasn't it? Ritual sacrifice. These are not sane people, and their overlords have no respect for life. In fact, they are at war with all creation. Hmm. At war with all creation. How very, very true. So, Renegade Nation, what followed very closely on the heels of the October 1st false flag? I'll be talking about the California wildfires, which they were not. <laughs> this is Everly. I'll be right back. Shock, shock, and more. Fucking shock, 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 and more. Fucking shock. Shut the fuck up. Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? Be right back. So Carrie and Bush are from the Skull and Bones Club. From yeah. Skull and Bones, which is the beginning of their rituals into the satanic order. Shut up! You know, uh, uh, you know, anal fucks. Shut the fuck up! Okay, John Kerry Cohen gave George Bush Jr. his satanic rights. And they lay down in a coffin full of mud to do this in. So you're saying that John Kerry and George Bush had anal sex together in college in a coffin full of mud. That's right. Okay. I am saying that. And because so, so, John Kerry Cohen okay, and George okay, Bush Jr. Okay, okay, Carol, so, Carol, okay, Carol, what do you have to say about that? Sounds pretty shitty to me. Blunt, do you like to be blunt? We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. Hey, this is Everly, connecting the dots. 
These purported wildfires that sprang up in California in the Sonoma and Napa Valley regions, God, I can't talk today, um, were very weird. And that's an understatement. As we look at all of this, we also know that we have proof that the lamestream media is covering up the truth, not only what really happened in Vegas, it's also true of their reporting on these massive fires in California. Just calling it wildfires is a gross misrepresentation of what really happened. So let's get into it. Bottom line, it is not fucking normal. Not a normal wildfire whatsoever. So let's start with a basic fact. The average house fire burns at a temperature of about 1,100 degrees Fahrenheit, which isn't hot enough to destroy most metals and earthly-made substances. Now, whenever you see the aftermath of a house fire of whatever composition, you know, wood, brick, aluminum siding, or any number of materials utilized in the construction of a house, you see the burn remnants and lots of debris, some fallen structural aspects that burned heavily, uh, filing cabinets, appliances, things like that. Burned, yes, but still there. But the frame of the house remains pretty much intact. For example, if you also, if you see a car that has burned, say, maybe it was in a wildfire or near a house that burned, uh, then you would also notice that the tires are still there. Uh, the windows of the car as well. Because wildfires and house fires are not hot enough to melt rubber or windows. In the videos I have in my links of people who walked through the aftermath of the Santa Rosa, California fire, for example, you see something very different indeed. All you see is gray dust. Virtually no structures remained at all. Nothing like metal filing cabinets, appliances made of stainless steel, and so forth, remained. And Renegade Nation, the only thing that did remain, often perfectly intact, were the trees in these neighborhoods. You see trees in between houses, very close together, that these houses burned down to gray dust. No bricks, nothing left. No debris. But the trees are mostly untouched. It's surreal. Now, how does that happen? I ask you. Especially as the mainstream media is spouting, these are wildfires. Well, how do trees and shrubs remain because what burns, what burns in a wildfire? Trees and shrubs and houses, right? Many of the cars and trucks left behind, their tires had melted and the windows were gone. So I turned to Jim Stone, he's a smart guy, and he says that at first he was skeptical, but it appears the fires were set by an atmospheric weapon. Now how could you possibly get 66 widely spaced, massive wildfires appearing instantly with no natural weather causing them, growing rapidly with perfectly calm weather before? My answer, says Jim Stone, just ask DARPA. In California, the effects of excessive voltage were readily observed by many, many people, and it manifested itself in more than one way. One, some people got heart palpitations 
from having their bodies charged. Two, many, many people saw electrical flashes like lightning that made no thunder. Matching thunder did not accompany the lightning in a perfectly clear blue sky. And worse, some people even saw small blue sparks everywhere in the air around them. And number three, most damning, people are reporting that their electronics malfunctioned before the fires hit, with the most pronounced and spoken about malfunction being at a hotel, the Silverado Resort and Spa, where all of the electrical systems in the hotel malfunctioned, including the electronic access doors, forcing people to jump from windows because they could not leave their rooms to escape an approaching fire that instantly appeared out of nowhere in perfect weather. It's very important to make note of the malfunctioning doors because a simple power outage will not stop those from working. Something jammed the circuits in the doors. Simultaneously, the hotel lost main power, generator backup, UPS backup, and local battery backup. Not even the always operational emergency hall lights worked. That would be totally consistent with a massively potent electromagnetic weapon causing complete electronic malfunction because not even the circuits in the emergency backup lighting that turn it on, these operate independent of everything. They come off of a small battery right in the light itself. Not even those circuits at that small level worked. Now, were those facts ever portrayed by the prostitute media? No, of course not. It's just wildfires, folks. Them crazy wildfires. Jim Stone goes on to explain how electronic, I mean, electromagnetic weather uh, weapons work, but, you know, you'll have to go to the link I provide to read about that because, you know, this guy knows his stuff, and he also debunks some of the internet trolls working to misinform people about how this technology works and doesn't work. But I'm going to leave that to you to read. It's too technical to do here. What I will say about it is that after explaining, you know, the conductivity and the semiconductors, you know, how it all works, is that it includes, uh, for it to work, a doping agent in the atmosphere. And he says, quote, in air, the doping agent is most likely whatever is in the chemtrails. Yay! The ionosphere is the power supply, and the earth is ground. Everything between the ionosphere and the ground will heat up. So, Renegade Nation, there's another clue as to why they are aerosol spraying the skies like crazy. It provides the doping agent needed for electromagnetic weather weapons. And hey, we're their guinea pigs. Yay! Jim Stone goes on to say, if enough voltage is applied to a semiconductor, it will suddenly discharge it in one big burst. This is seen in the air as lightning. Lots of people are saying these fires suddenly exploded out of nowhere. No hint of any previous fire, no lightning, no nothing. Just a sudden high wind happening at the same time the forest nearby suddenly burst into flames. 
That would be a telltale sign of a sudden, massive electric field heating everything up, everything that could not conduct electricity very well, which means air and dry leaves. So, Renegade Nation, why would they geoengineer these massive fires? They certainly were not natural. The aftermath debris field was not normal at all. No structure of these houses remained. They were dustified. That word was coined by Dr. Judy Wood as she lay out the evidence of what proved happened to the trade towers on 9-11. She agreed that it was a demonstration of a directed energy weapon because what actually happened to those towers isn't what the official narrative is. Many people know that, but a lot of people haven't connected the dots to a directed energy weapon because they've never seen a demonstration of it before. Until 9-11, people didn't register that it could possibly be anything like that because they didn't even know anything like that existed. So they just swallowed the false narrative in their traumatized minds. What happened back then was also at work in these massive California fires. Evidently, as Jim Stone surmised, the people running the geoengineering systems have become more bold. Like a thief that steals more and more and more, the more the thief gets away with stealing. Same is happening with the weather warfare. And this time around in California, they got bold enough to push the system hard enough so that the effects of the system in use were easily observed. But once again, why? Well, one conclusion I've come to, um, you don't have to come to this conclusion, but I think that it was a test run leading to the use of these technologies in varied ways down the road. Now, we've already seen the test run over and over of the lone gunman, domestic terrorist, or ISIS attack memes that are in truth set up by the collusion of corporate interests and security specialists. These are huge professional operations set up and run to sell a false narrative to unsuspecting people and convince them that Big Brother will now take decisive actions to protect the people. But in actuality, all they're doing is instilling fear to get people to agree to prohibitive legislations that deprive us further of our natural freedoms and amass more domination and control over us. That's the agenda at hand. And they appear to be accelerating these agendas in a variety of ways. What's interesting to note is that Sonoma and Napa counties were the hardest hit, and there was major destruction of vineyards throughout the region. But, you know, <clears throat> the Rothschilds have some very major vineyards and wineries there as well. And you know what? None of their interests suffered any damage in these supposedly uncontrolled wildfires. Isn't that a dink? Coming up, I'm going to talk about the next false flag that has yet to be unleashed, but has been on the planning board since at least the 1950s, and I'll get into that after the break. This is Everly Isby, Connecting the Dots. Blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen, Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio. So, Renegade Nation, what has been in the planning stages, as I said, for a very long time? 
We all have heard about the deep state and the secret government that supports the deep state and the massive extortion of trillions upon trillions of dollars from all agencies of government. Our tax dollars, by the way. The truth of that came way back the day before 9-11 by Donald Rumsfeld that three trillion was missing from the Pentagon coffers. Oh, really? Many trillions more have disappeared since. Where does it go? The deep state projects that are not disclosed to anyone. Deep state reports to no one, to no elected official or appointed official. They are way above the president of any country. In short, what is undisclosed is the major technological advancements they have achieved in secret which have long been withheld from humanity, that if these technologies were disclosed and released, it would eliminate poverty, clean up the ecosystems, eliminate the need for war, and countless other positive effects that are needed for this planet, which if you are half aware, you know this planet is being destroyed. One person I've mentioned in past shows, who left his career as an emergency room doctor way back in the early 90s is Dr. Stephen Greer. Uh, He has briefed presidents and world leaders, top military brass and intelligence agency directors, informing them of what they may be dimly aware of in name only, but if they, as heads of state or admirals or generals at the top, they are being denied any information at all. You have top Generals, who rightly should be on a need-to-know basis, being told point-blank that they will not disclose to them and they themselves are at a loss as to what to do about it. Go figure. Greer's been making many aware at those levels and he discloses the information to us as well. His very recent video is up on YouTube and it's called Trump Will Disclose. This is the final act. Uh, And it says, new update 2017. I also provided in my links, and that's, but that's what it's called. Uh, It's over two hours long, movie length in other words, and he lays out what is coming down the pike. He starts off by saying that as an emergency room doctor, he got very used to delivering bad news. He stressed that this presentation was the most difficult one he has ever done over the past 30 years, but it is imperative that people understand and are aware of what is in the works. Greer describes the planning of a long-term program to hoax a threat from outer space. Now, why would they do that? If you think about it, they've been getting us used to the idea to fear what's out there with the help of Hollywood movies and like Independence Day and countless others. You know, that off-world civilizations could have evil intentions to take over the earth or destroy us. That meme has been fairly planted in most people's minds. Greer states that the truth of the matter, though, is very different. The many off-world civilizations that have been encountered and have made contact uh, here on earth have no such designs. They are interdimensional travelers with technology way beyond ours. To travel interdimensionally in the first place requires a much deeper understanding of how the universe works and utilizing it to travel faster than the speed of light. Their physics is way beyond ours. They understand deeply and spiritually, if you will, 
that to utilize interstellar and interdimensional travel, you have to evolve yourself in comprehending the laws of creation and to utilize them for that and not destruction. If they so chose, they could eliminate us in a flash, but they have not. Even observing the very violent nature that is prevalent here, utilizing mass destruction technologies instead of utilizing those same technologies for the benefit of all life present here. You know, acting peaceful and sharing resources and all. You know, like that kind of civilization. We're very far from that, right? These people, these beings are, are observing and going, wow, wow. <laughs> so you might say, you know, some people when I say all this stuff that they're uh, they're benevolent or that they they don't have mean any, mean us any harm, some people might throw back. You know, well, what about the animal mutilations, the accounts of mass uh, abductions by countless numbers of people worldwide, and so on? Well, Doctor Agreer in this presentation and many others he's done, he explains that these people have the people on Earth here who have witnessed or went through these traumatizing experiences, yes, it is very real. But he contends that the technologies and programs of the deep state that have been developed and back-engineered from off-world craft are right here on Earth and that they have been behind those abductions as a campaign combined with the entertainment industry to instill fear of the unknown to the masses of people. Fear and distrust of off-world civilizations. That's the deep state at work. Those at the top of the deep state control their minions through, by many means, you know, through uh, compartmentalization of those hired to work on projects so that no one knows in any real way what others are working on. Through the NDAs, the non-disclosure agreements that they utilize so consistently that state that in no uncertain terms for the, for the length of their contracts and beyond, usually, they cannot discuss anything that they worked on with anyone. Not family, not friends, not wives, not husbands, not even the President of the United States. If you do disclose anything, you are done, and I don't mean fired. This includes family and loved ones in that little package, you know, as a very convenient tool of blackmail and compliance. So I challenge you to take the time to listen to what Dr. Greer reveals in this video in my links um, or type in, once again, I'll just say it again, Stephen Greer, Trump will disclosed. This is the final act. I also dare you to look at the videos regarding the California fires. If you don't utilize my links, then, you know, YouTube search for Santa Rosa fires or something like that and discern what you see there because it's really fucking strange. Many of you may think I'm a kook, but be careful that you aren't living in that place in Egypt called denial. Here's some disclosure. Uh, oh, oh, but here's a good thing, um, in my opinion. Uh, here's a disclosure of technology that is being released and it's pretty cool. Just remember, if they're developing this specific technology for the masses, just take that technology and multiply it with big numbers as to what technology is already being utilized secretly. But here we go. At the September 29th International Astronautical Congress in Australia, 
SpaceX CEO Elon Musk, who's also CEO of Tesla Motorcars, unveiled a system for the Big Falcon rocket, also known as the Big Freaking Rocket, <laughs> or BFR, which runs on liquid oxygen fuel. The BFR will make it possible for everyone to fly into space in short trips between major cities for the equivalent of a full fare economy seat in an aircraft. The BFR was originally developed for travel to Mars, but uh, first it is to be adapted for international travel here on Earth. Most flights today take from 5 to 14 hours. Uh, the ones like that will take now less than half an hour with the promise of being able to transport passengers anywhere on the planet in under an hour. So there you go. If they have that technology, what else do they have? And I'll also repeat what I said in the first segment to drive home the agenda of the deep state and what Greer talks about in his presentation video. There are forces at play, seen and unseen in all of these venues, a network of some very twisted power-hungry people. In their eyes, the ultimate power is total domination. This includes the power over life and death, and in some cases, ritual sacrifice. These are anti-creationist people, okay? They're not sane people, and their overlords have no respect for life. In fact, they are at war with all creation. In conclusion, and to paraphrase Dr. Greer, they want to hoax an alien threat on us by attacking Earth with their deep state technologies, like the geoengineered fires in the California test run, and the demonstration of those technologies on 9-11. Can you imagine how they would use spacecraft, uh, space-looking craft, I should say, off-world spacecraft, and utilizing these geoengineered, you know, electromagnetic type of technologies, creating fires, and could you imagine how they could make that whole thing, you know, just like they did in Independence Day, you know, those kinds of attacks. They could do that. Why would they want to do that, though? It's because they want to militarize space, you know, because they're warmongering, demented, domination, you know, kind of people. They're, they're sociopaths. <laughs> pathological liars, all that kind of stuff. So, you know, if they can conquer the earth and destroy it and use it all for slavery, then they can go off with their technology into space and take their wars elsewhere. That's how insane these people are. <laughs> so, you know, if they do manage to get this hoax off the ground <clears throat> down the road here, your first thought should be, is it ours or is it off-world? Greer says that if you're close enough to observe these craft uh, developed by the deep state, you'll see things like seams uh, and supporting struts and such that no off-world craft need utilize. So, okay, Renegade Nation, <laughs> I'm signing off here. Once again, thanks for listening. I hope you think seriously about these matters. What is before us is self-evident. See it for what it is, my friends. This is Everly Isby connecting the dots right here on Renegade Talk Radio. Good night.